from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International. I am Natalie So, and up to so we have some music from Taiwan for you on Just the Classics. But first, join us for our live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Tuesday, August 31st, and in the studio we have Shirley Lin. Hi there. Emma Banak. Hi, everyone. And I am Natalie So, and today we'll be telling you about how Ghost Month has been this year during the pandemic, a little bit different than usual. Also, coffee and tea. What are people drinking most in Taiwan? We'll tell you the answer um, in our show today, and a new English language Video platform opens up in Taiwan. We'll be telling you more about that. Those stories and more are coming right up. Okay, so if you are joining us now, um, we do hope to hear from you. Do uh, leave a comment and, uh, you know... Let us know where you're listening from, what your name is. And, oh, someone says, how are you? Right. In Arabic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, with an Arabic name. I don't know uh, who. I think it's yeah, Arabic. No, can't read. Sorry. Yeah, but if you want to tell us, like, who you are, where you're where listening you're, from. Where you're yeah, listening from. We would love to know that. And that would be great. And if you have any great. questions for us about Taiwan or anything. And if there's any problem with the audio or visual, do let us know, too. All right, and feel free to share with your friends this link. That's what I'm going to do right now, share with our friends, and uh, it'd be great Great. to have more people uh, participate in our show. So today, um, (coughs) we're going to be talking about Ghost Month. How has that been going? We have a story about that. Have you guys done anything differently this month because of Ghost Month? Uh, Related to Ghost Month? Uh No, but I've observed a lot of things that are going on during Ghost Month. Like what? um, Like people kind of burning, you know, like incense or burning, I think it's more like paper money, I guess. Um, Just like right before we turned into our apartment building. And I think that there was something wrong with the way they burn it. Because we got like this strong smell, burning smell on us uh, after we got home that we wanted to just take a shower right away. Because it it, it has to be the fact that they're kind of burning in the wrong way. And so the smell was like really came out really strong. Uh And there was a lot of smoke. Uh It was just burning in the wrong way. You know, when there was a lot of soot and smoke, no, not actually not soot, more like smoke. You notice something wrong. And the way it smells, you know, it wasn't burning right. So it just got on us. It was like such a strong smell. We had to do, we had to hop in a shower. Wash our hair. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that was just like right before we got home. Before that, I mean, we were smelling fine, (laughs) you know. But that's what I've observed. Like all these people burning and setting up these, um, you know, uh, these uh, altars, you know, where they put all the food and drinks, um, you know, to offer to the gods and to the spirits too. 
People definitely need to be careful with how they're lighting that paper money <laughs> yeah. on fire, though. I've seen it like if it's super windy, the the paper money is already on fire, and then suddenly it comes oh, no. out of the bin and goes flying in the air, and it's like, yeah, oh, that's definitely does. a traffic hazard. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, of course, there are things that are done online, and they actually recommend it. I remember a couple of years ago, they really highly recommended everybody just doing it like remotely on online or something and saying that it's the same thing. Don't worry. It's not like you don't respect the, uh, the ancestors and the gods. But I don't think people are really into that. I think you they're know, still used to they, yeah, the paper money. I know. They, they can't like hold a mobile in front of them and then burning incense. They feel it's odd. And yeah. I, I guess... I guess I would too. I mean, if you've had the habit of, you know, doing it in person and really burning the, the real thing and all that kind of stuff. But this year, because of COVID though, not because, you know, the fact that, you know, they're recommending everybody do everything remotely. It's just because it's COVID. And that's why it's like a more quiet ghost month this year compared to really? others. Yeah. For one thing, <laughs> they're saying no mortal visitors at the temples. So I guess maybe they do, but they're limiting down to very few. And they um, usually ask for, you know, like send a representative from your family or something. I don't know if it's, a, if it's supposed to be a big gathering. They, they ask that you send a representative, not like a whole, whole crowd family. of people. Yeah. And so that's one thing. But there's no cap on the number of ghosts that can attend these uh, rituals? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the, the thing is, it's interesting because apparently someone was asking, maybe it was the reporter was asking, like, so this year the ceremonies are not open to any humans. And, and no this humans. officer, <laughs> I think he was just making fun. He said, yeah, it's just only the staff and the good brothers, the good brothers standing for the spirits, the ghosts. You're not supposed so to say ghosts. You know, yeah, so it's just only the ghosts. But they call them good brothers because right. you're not supposed to say gui. Yeah, <laughs> you're not supposed to say ghosts. Oh, shonti, good brothers. Good brothers. Or sisters. How come they're only brothers? I don't know. <laughs> what about sisters? No. <laughs> Bad sisters, right? good brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, in Jilong, um, they're like holding these ceremonies that used to draw like tens of thousands of onlookers. But this year it's just been very different because of COVID. And um, uh, they actually, even though there weren't that many like humans there, they actually still put on like a light show, uh, lit firecrackers, prayed for the gods, the ghosts, and you know to pray f to end the pandemic. But mortals had to only was only able to watch online, so oh. nobody cheering on on the light show, nobody cheering on you know people who are like you know there doing putting on a show. But yeah, and so households, um, they prepare offerings of, you know, all kinds of things like food, alcohol, you know, um, beer, cans yeah, of beer, too, whatever. Huh? Yeah, candles, flowers, wash bowls and towels. It's for the ghosts to be able to wash themselves, you know, clean themselves and in prayer for their ancestors but, and to placate the uh, hungry ghosts. Um, but this is all done within your home. We, of course, know about the fact that there are all these taboos, right? Um, like no swimming at night in case, you know, these ghosts, they grab you in the wa I mean, go water ghosts. They grab you into the water and drown you. And you're not supposed to whistle or hang your laundry at night in case that people mistake them as ghosts and whistle. You're like welcoming the ghosts. There's one thing. <laughs> Did you guys know about this? Do not turn around if someone calls your name during Ghost Man. What? That's weird. I think that's... <laughs> An impossible reflex to <laughs> uh, control. So it's supposedly it might be the ghost calling your name. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. And so, so you're supposed to ignore people so, when they call your name, unless you see isn't them that face terrible? to face. Um, yeah. So That's weird. So what are you supposed to do then? Turn around. You're not supposed yeah. to turn around. You just kind of <laughs> oh, not don't. turn around. Oh, not turn around. Then not said, turn around. <laughs> so you can't turn around. So you can only say who's there or <laughs> something. I don't know, but um, I yeah, this is kind of hard to do. You know, it's such a reflex. Now it's a bad month, of course, to buy a new car or house. But to some people who are not superstitious, it's the best time to buy. I mean, it's the best deal. You know, they're probably the cheapest、uh, during this time. So if you're not superstitious, go ahead and buy a car, buy buy a house during this time. So it'll be a great deal. But um, um, basically, it's the older generation is more sensitive to these traditions, right? The young generation nowadays just maybe the only thing they do is avoid water activities. But this year is different because we just open up, you know, like swimming pools and going to the beach and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I went to the、so. beach in Tainan last weekend, and it was、wow. so crowded. Crowded. <laughs>、really? So people aren't like paying attention then. Oh my goodness! Ghost month. So crowded. We we've been st- stuck inside for a couple months, right? So people、mm-hmm. are really enjoying the outdoors now. Yeah,、oh. well, can't help it, right? But cool. So, but um,、uh, a recent survey、uh, of Taiwanese office workers found that one third of、uh, people avoid working overtime during Coast Month. Well, they don't want to come home late. No, it's that they would hear mysterious footsteps or、oh. saw windows open on their own. Apparently,、oh、maybe、gosh. some of these really happened. That's why they're reporting it. And then maybe elevators arrive on their floor without being called, and nobody. That's know, scaring me. I'm staying here <laughs> late tonight. Or or or、scared. they heard the toilet <laughs> flushing in an empty bathroom. Like you know, that's nobody's in there.、Uh, so things. Yeah, I know. It it, it really. We actually. <laughs> do I want to tell you guys?、Um, uh, we actually have a ghost here in RTI. What? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> what? Tell me. Uh, you really? You want to know? Yeah, I want to、yes. know. Now I'm gonna be scared tonight, though. No,、But、it's okay. You can. That's、me. why I don't want to stay late at night.、Uh. I want to make sure that you know. <laughs> anyway, I'm with company or something. Um, yeah, I think um I had actually talked to John about this at another show, and um we think that is because you know how this there used to be a Japanese shrine, um nearby, and and so we're kind of like built near that area. Well, the shrine is gone, but you know, like there used to be an old building here before RTI came out, or this building used to be something else, and so there could have been just ghosts from those times till、oh. now. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you which studio it is. None, none of the ones that we actually use in terms of the inner service. I kind of really would like to run into this ghost. I've never、oh, okay. had a ghost encounter.、So、and <laughs> okay, you you do. Okay. Right. <laughs> I will tell you guys tomorrow if it happens to me tonight. All right. Oh, you're staying late. Okay. Well, good luck to you. No. <laughs> well, you've got. Oh, all right. You're doing an online interview, so it's like nobody's here with you. Well, you're gonna do it in six A. I always feel safer doing it. No, I'm doing, doing it in a different one. Oh. Well, <laughs> don't don't say it out loud、okay. in case the ghost、okay. is listening. <laughs> I will film him. I'm gonna have my camera right. I'm gonna have everything ready. Yeah, yeah, do that.、If、that happens. I will film and let you guys know. I'll make a video out of it. <laughs> anyway. Use <laughs> video. Well,、ah. we have a lot of people joining us. Actually, it's nice to hear from Joshua Buendia. Hello, Joshua from the Philippines, and also Tung Cheng,、um, who is listening from San Francisco. Wow! So it's around、oh. two o'clock over there. I don't know.、Hmm. And Chena Nayan from India and Najima from Pakistan. Hi. So it's great that you guys are joining us. Yes, please do.、Uh, Share our video with your friends and continue to comment during the show. Have you guys like 
ever had a ghost encounter <laughs> or do you have a ghost story to share or do you believe in ghosts i mean i would love to hear what you think about that roxanne says hello okay. so i think emma's not afraid of ghosts shirley's a little bit afraid of ghosts because she's had an experience <laughs> i did <laughs> you told me about last I time i know i know I did. i've never i don't think i had an experience i think i would remember if i did right so, <laughs> you would not yet anyways <laughs> all right So there is a big English uh, platform that just launched last night, right? You want to tell us about that, Emma? Yeah, so now we have Taiwan Plus, which is a new government-funded English language content, content platform. So that was just launched yesterday. And it's really exciting because I think that Taiwan's role in fighting against COVID-19 has really gotten it more onto, more noticed on the world stage. And now that people are paying attention, it's time to make sure that Taiwan is there and telling its story to the world. Now, um, as we know, Chinese is a very hard language to learn. So a lot of listeners who want to learn more about Taiwan, maybe they can't understand Chinese they can't understand Chinese news. So having this as an English language platform, I think will really open up and encourage people from all around the world to, to learn more about Taiwan this way. I think that's great because Taiwan is actually becoming more and more visible. I mean, this past year and a half, a lot of people learned about Taiwan through our, uh, you know, How I would say success in, in handling COVID, even mm. though we had some outbreaks, we did have a lot of, recently we had a big outbreak, but you know, Throughout most of the pandemic, it's been pretty good here in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. If the whole world can be like that, I mean, we would be really happy and we would love to share uh, all the good things about Taiwan to the world. So the government, that was the plan. They want to have a platform that is online where people can watch all kinds of videos. And it's basically an aggregator of um, all kinds of content. So I did go on it. They have content from National Geographic from Discovery, um, from our local PTS, um, which has won a lot of awards, our public television service. And then they're doing their own programs. They're also probably uh, in the talks right now to use some of RTI content. That's right. So we're going to be part of that uh, plan as well. So it's basically, you know, having a platform where people can go and they have all kinds of interesting things going on there, like animation and movie, uh, movies, like documentaries. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and it's really such a wide variety of content. Very wide. And it's just really to let the whole world uh, have a chance to know Taiwan. Everything's in English. They have a lot of Chinese interviews and then they're subtitled as well. So and our very own Andrew Ryan went over there to help out. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. That's where he is now. That's where he is now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check him out over there if you want. But we will be on that platform as well soon enough. Next month, I think. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I think that, you know, Taiwan really needs to become more international. And I think the government is starting to get more serious about funding, you know, all these kind of programs, whether it's, you know, language uh, exchange and, and exchanges with international schools abroad or like um, increasing English media. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think it'll be so. a great tool for students to use <clears throat> if they want to simultaneously learn more about what's happening in Taiwan and also work on their English skills. Yeah, that's true. That's right. It's about time to have an English language platform, really. Really? Yeah. I always thought we should have an English <laughs> TV channel, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, not yet, but this is a start. Yeah, right. especially the. I feel like a lot of young people get most of their TV content online anyway. That's Everyone's all true. about these streaming platforms. So. That's totally true. 
So we don't even hardly watch TV anymore. Do you guys watch TV mm-hmm. still? No. You get most <laughs> of it on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. oh, Zhong Zhen has something to say. Zhong Cheng has something to say about fear. So we were talking about ghosts. <laughs> if we're afraid of ghosts. Are you guys afraid of ghosts? Anyone out there? He says, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. Huh? Fear is the path to the dark <laughs> side. Ooh. Oh. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. You have to see what makes you scared before running. That's (laughs) very deep. It's a quote from a movie. Okay, no wonder. It sounds like like something he just whipped up, right? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's from Star Wars, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I think Yoda (laughs) says this to Luke Skywalker. I could be wrong, but I can definitely hear it in Yoda's voice. Oh, that's... that's (laughs) When I was really little, I used to be very into Star Wars. Like, I dressed up as the characters for Halloween and everything. Really? Who did you dress up as? Princess Leia? Uh, Yeah, Princess Leia, Queen Amidala. Yeah. Oh, cute. You've been a cute Princess Leah. <laughs> I can totally imagine that. Okay, so the question is coffee or tea? Which do you prefer? If you're watching right now, let us know what you prefer, coffee or tea, and why, and what kind of coffee, what kind of tea, and mm-hmm. uh, what's popular in your country or your city. So, um, what about you guys? Coffee or tea? Neither. Neither. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, yeah. Coffee kind of does funny things to my stomach, and tea. I don't know if it's before three p.m. Maybe I'll have some tea. You That's know, because most specific. tea is <laughs> caffeinated. What kind, what kind of tea? <laughs> green tea. Actually, I'm not really crazy. Yeah, actually, I do prefer green tea over uh, all other tea, and especially green tea with sushi. I've got yeah, green tea is so good for you. Together. Actually, I've always thought i should be drinking it every day but i keep forgetting oh yeah green tea is good for you i used to start my day with a cup of green tea every day really i I kind of got out of that habit i i guess i'm more of a tea person and uh when i come over from the u.s or when my parents if they send me a little box they often send me uh decaffeinated black tea or something like that yeah so because i'm pretty sensitive to caffeine which i think is why i don't really drink coffee that often Mm. uh i used to have a coffee maker at my old apartment and i would buy decaf coffee but I feel like Taiwan's um, cafes, they don't really offer that very commonly. In yeah, the U.S., every a, single yeah. cafe, I think, has decaffeinated coffee. So I kind of just stay away from it because I drink it. And then all of a sudden, I have a lot of energy, but like not in a good way. Like, in <laughs> not like, a good way. what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that's, that's terrible. Funny. Yeah, that must feel bad. But um, basically, what we're finding out is that coffee consumption actually is exceeding that of tea in Taiwan for really? the very first time. That's wow. pretty crazy. Oh, that is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and this is talking about coffee industry has really grown by leaps and bounds over the past two decades. And the annual average coffee consumption in Taiwan last year reached 1.8 kilograms per person, exceeding the 1.4 kilograms average per person for tea 1.8 kilograms doesn't sound too much that's per year right yeah per i year. guess like, tea is very light but i mean coffee beans they can add up right. yeah it doesn't yeah. sound like too much so there too so this study is saying that it's possible that coffee could replace tea in the future 
That would be uh, devastating. I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, Helen is known for his tea. Really? And people are drinking tea drinks all the time, too. You know, those yeah. drink stands, it's mostly tea drinks that they're buying. Right. Like the bubble tea, you know, where, which originated here in Taiwan. Yeah. So I, I don't think tea's going away anytime at all in Taiwan. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, all right. So um, the st- statistics shows that 4.73 hectares of coffee were planted in 2001. In fact, apparently a large number of people are investing in the coffee industry lately according to Taiwan Coffee Laboratory research and and um, they say that most coffee farms that have earned themselves good reputation are located on mountains 700 meters above sea level and many have been repurposed from tea farms are you serious wow this is shocking yeah so people are growing coffee beans too not just drinking it yeah yeah so that's why it's saying that Taiwan is the only place in the world, with the exception of Hawaii, in which there is nearly no distance between production and consumption. Like, you know, how much you produce, that's how much you consume. Really? I didn't know there's that much coffee being I produced don't. in Taiwan. Yeah, we do have some really good coffee beans grown, grown here in Taiwan, right? Like Guken. Where is that? Central Taiwan? I don't, I don't remember. But um, like the Hawaiian Kona beans, Taiwan's beans cost more, but have but have but have um, excellent taste, which would give Taiwan an edge in making it a name for itself in the international coffee uh, industry. That's cool. I hope I hope we do. Yeah. So Taiwan is actually looking to obtain a good price on its first appearance on the international coffee bidding scene, which it doesn't say when. Maybe it's coming up soon. Um, there's going to be a panel of 26 judges from five countries that are going to select nine of the best brews out of 19 entries of Taiwan. Taiwan-grown coffee beans for auctioning. And the beans will be selected then to be auctioned online with buyers from Taiwan, Japan, South Korea, the U.S., New Zealand, Australia, and Saudi Arabia doing the bidding. So um, basically the Taiwan Agriculture Research Institute saying that the institute has obtained a patent for the first locally cultivated type of coffee, doesn't say which one, but um, which can be planted in plains. We've got a lot of yeah, we've got like a, a mountain range in the middle, right? But the, all around the coast is all like flat plains. So coffee can be grown in those plains and can yield 1.2 times more beans, more coffee beans than the current coffee plants. So we're going to be growing more and more coffee in the future. That is cool. I think we need to do a feature about that. Yeah. Right? How about um, Emma go there sometime? I Drink would some definitely coffee. be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with you. I love coffee. Okay, I'm a coffee drinker. I forgot to answer the question. I drink latte every morning in my home. I make my own. Do you prefer to drink iced lattes or hot lattes? Um, hot. Well, I usually drink hot, mm-hmm. but it is a little bit too hot to drink hot. <laughs> so I do like iced lattes too. But yeah. I like the creaminess of it. It's kind of like comfort, a comfort drink in the morning. So it's just like a ritual now. Mm. And so I have my own little milk frother. So it Ooh, just makes fancy, it very nice. easy. So yeah. just one cup a day One for cup you. a day in the morning oh, before good. noon. Like if I drink the second one afternoon, I have trouble sleeping. <gasps> that happened a couple of days ago. I'm like, wow. why cannot fall asleep? Oh, <laughs> I had two lattes today. I, I have friends who are in med school or dental school where they're up at crazy hours and they've gotten to the point where they have maybe like five cups of coffee <gasps> in the morning and oh my gosh. all throughout the day. I'm just like, ooh, that is... Not a habit that's going to be fun to keep up with. <laughs> yes, you get numb to it. You have to yeah. up your dose if you rely on it too much. I cannot figure out whether coffee is good for you or, or bad for you. Because people say that coffee is good for the heart. I think it's it, it has some good properties in there. But maybe yeah. if you drink too much, it's not yeah, too good for you. Everything in moderation. <laughs> moderation, right. huh? Wow. Uh, Mr. Zong says, um, coffee is a beverage that puts one to sleep when not 
drunk. I judge a restaurant by the bread and by the coffee. <laughs> I definitely agree with the bread I thing. Like, <laughs> the I feel like it's true. In Taiwanese restaurants, they don't really do the whole thing that they do in the U.S. where they'll put out bread um, before you get your main dish. But I absolutely love getting bread and then dipping it in olive oil or something like that. And a little mm. cheese, right? Mm-hmm. I always ask for cheese. So good. Mm. I don't know why they don't do that. And why do they do it in the States? Because you're, then you're full by the time you're, <laughs> you're your full. Main you course main course Americans comes. still keep eating when they're They'll full. They'll keep eating. <laughs> <laughs> they're, lo- they're bread lovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I think that's it. Americans are bread lovers. So, well, thanks for joining us today on Here in Taiwan. It was a fun conversation. So, coffee mm. is overtaking tea, right? Oh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, or maybe people <laughs> are just drinking more in general, right? Right. So, yeah. Probably. Anyway. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining us. For all of you who like left a comment, that was awesome. We love it. We love to know who's listening and watching and all that. And Stan Farley says, bread and olive oil. Yes. Yes. Yay. Yummy. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will be here every day except for Thursday. And um, yeah, hope we see you next time. For here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. I'm Emma Banak. And I'm Shirley Lin. Bye. 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 This is Radio Taiwan International.
个人面对着天空发呆，就这么好奇，就这么幻想，这么孤单的童年。阳光下，蜻蜓飞过来，一片片绿油油的稻田，水彩蜡。Hello there! Welcome to Just the Classics. I'm Shirley Lin, your host for this week. We just had our Golden Melody Awards, which is the Asian version of the Grammys, and one of our veteran singer-songwriter Luo Dayou was awarded the Special Contribution Award after having contributed to Taiwan's music scene for over four decades. I've never introduced Luo Dayou before, but this time, having watched the Golden Melody ceremony on TV, you know he's a much nicer person than I thought he is. He was actually quite humble. He didn't say much in his acceptance speech, which is quite different from other recipients. Also, because I know him as someone who wrote a lot of songs for other artists and doesn't sing himself, but here,、uh, naturally, you heard him singing. But that was a song that was often picked on and sung at KTVs and karaoke's. That was Tongnian,、uh, childhood days or childhood years. Um, but actually, he does write a lot of songs for other artists, and and that's what he's most famous for.、Um, I thought the person who made this long introduction, Luo Dayou,、um, at the ceremony before he went up on stage to get the award, did a really impressive job.、Um, that's how I realized how prominent a person Luo Dayou is. Even one of my best friends, Wawa, was there to dedicate a song to him, a song he wrote and she sang. Wawa doesn't appear in public that often anymore. She was once the iconic rock singer of Taiwan in the 80s and 90s. If you heard me talk about her, introduced her in my other music program. But、um, she's now married with two grown-up kids, and if she had shown up to sing, then that meant that she really revered the person that she's representing, and that's Luo Dayou in this case.、Um, that she would do anything to be there and perform. So Luo is、um, really. Quite a person. The thing is,、uh, what I meant by that, he was actually a doctor turned musician. If you heard me in other programs lately, I've been asking myself why so many nurses, or doctors for that matter, you know,、um, decide to turn to music. Just in Taiwan alone, I know of one before, Lada Xu, who was a nurse, and she is absolutely one of my favorite singers,、uh, songwriters. She writes these amazing music, and she sings them in such, you know, the melody that she does to her music is like so complicated. But yet she does does very good job. She's very natural about it. In fact, another anonymous singer won the best newcomer award at the Golden Melody Awards, and who goes by the name of White W Y T、uh, sorry W H Y T E.、Um, she was actually someone studying medicine before she decided to give herself two years break and play with music. Yeah. You know, it's amazing, and my nurse daughter, she loves singing too. Yeah, so I don't know what it is. Anyway, so back to about Luo Dayou. You know, he's been in the music industry, making a mark for 44 years, 
Luo is now 67 and still loves music and has a dream for making more and more music. Uh, let's have a listen to another song here. How about Qing Zheng Zhong by Luo Dayou? Qing Zheng Zhong means uh, please take care. Let's 
情之中，我的爱，我的热热热，别寂寞，别心中，也不忧愁，没寂寞，不会懂，在无人世中，天长海不心空，不我没有。Lo Dayo had mixed emotions about the Special Contribution Award because he said his career had been,、uh, you know, a tough one at times. He said that when he first started out making music, there were many limitations, mostly political ones, saying lyrics cannot be too provocative, and there were very few record labels back then. He didn't see a future music industry back then. But at the end of his short acceptance speech, he said, "Now the music world is very different and full of opportunities." So he hinted that it's ripe for Taiwanese musicals. In fact, my friend Wawa overcame her health conditions and was just a couple of years ago in a very successful musical in Taiwan. Yeah, and I think she really enjoyed that.、Um, the judges at the Golden Melody Awards, who named Law as a recipient of the special award, said that Law revolutionized. Metal pop music at a crucial time of extraordinary social changes in Taiwan. Luo Daoyao was born in Taipei, in the capital city, in 1954. He was born into a family of medical professionals. Luo complied to the family's wishes and trained,、uh, studied,、um, worked to be a doctor, but gave up in 1976 to pursue his love for music. And then in 1982, he released his very first album, which exploded on the metal pop scene. Many of his songs then were critical of the social changes at the time, following an economic boom. Lu Gang Xiao Zhen,、uh, translated into Lu Gang, the little town, was one of the most popular tracks. The repeated chords go something like this: Taipei is not my home. There are no neon signs in my hometown. So let's have a listen to that, Lu Gang Xiao Zhen.
我想象的黄金天堂。故事里没有当初我的梦想，在梦里我再度回到鹿港小镇，庙里膜拜的人们依然虔诚。长发眼眶，台北不是我的家，我的家乡没有霓虹灯。鹿港的街道，鹿港的渔村，妈祖庙里烧香的人们。台北不是我的家，我的家乡没有霓虹灯。鹿港的清晨，鹿港的黄昏，徘徊着我美丽的人。我唱起这首歌，我的歌做歌有风雨声。回不得的家园，鹿港的小镇，当年离家的年轻人。台北不是我的家，我的家乡没有霓虹灯。繁荣的都市，国度的小镇，徘徊着文明里的人In the mid-80s, Luo went overseas to Hong Kong, New York, and Beijing and held music workshops there. He also composed some new songs, and that was when he started writing music for movies. Luo released a series of albums from Home, just called Home, Jia, to Home Part Three. Okay. In the last sequel, there was、uh, less social criticism and more about love for his homeland and love for the people. Luo Dayou said music composition should include social awareness apart from the required professional literacy. So back when he would put a lot of social and political nuances in his songs, some of his songs were, you know, being suppressed in Taiwan, you know, prohibited from playing when it was ruled by the、uh, now opposition Kuomintang Party and by mainland China.、Um, now Luo Dayou often, you know, wears shades and black. You know, he just likes to wear everything black. Oh my gosh! I just realized that the first song I learned when I first came back to Taiwan 30 years ago was、uh, "Tomorrow Will Be Better." 明天会更好 was actually written by him. It's a beautiful song. Sometimes when I sing it, I would cry. It was a charity song to celebrate 40th anniversary of Taiwan's independence from Japanese rule, and it was performed by over 60 artists from Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Malaysia, which I think included Wawa as well. 
Oh, and something else that was significant that he did in 2004 was giving up his U.S. citizenship to protest the U.S. resolution for Taiwan to deploy Taiwanese Marines to Iraq. Anyway, he was really quite a character and still is, but nevertheless, he is still recognized as a cultural icon in Taiwan, Hong Kong, and China, and I'm sure other Chinese-speaking countries as well. Well, that's it for just the classics. I'm Shirley Lin. One last song by Luo Dayou. Here is Jia Home. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. 
Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC, on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC, on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.